Okay. Right. Hey, Twinies. This is season five of the Untwined Podcast. I am Kathyanna. And I am Crystal. So let's get untwined. Yes. So we are back. back. <laughs> we are back and we're so happy to be with you and getting back into the podcast world. Um, so, of course, we'll state the obvious here. We have had a bit of a hiatus, um, which is, you know, due to life, new experiences, some changes. And, you know, we'll share a bit more about that um, soon. We'll, we'll share a little bit um, more about that um, throughout our podcast. We'll catch up with you guys and let you guys know everything that, you know, we've been up to um, during this, how many, six months? Our six month sabbatical. <laughs> Yes, six months sabbatical. Six months. Um, yes, yes. So a lot. Um, but yeah, so we'll definitely um, catch you all up to speed um, with that. And then also today, um, we'll be talking about starting over, uh, which I think is pretty fitting for the new year, right? Um, because naturally as humans, we tend to Look forward to uh, opportunities to wipe our slate clean and start again. And so um, in the mental health moment, I'll be sharing a few tips on how to, you know, get a healthy and fresh start and boost your season of fabulosity. Yeah. So that's what we are going to be focusing on for the mental health moment so let's get into it. Absolutely. And I like the fact that you said healthy. The yes. healthy way to start over. Healthy. Yeah, we must. Yeah, we, we got to include healthy. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just with everything we do. We got to be healthy mentally and emotionally. And we also have to be healthy physically. And those two things definitely go hand in hand. They tie in with each other. Um, so we want to make sure, um, you know, that people are able to get a healthy, fresh start. Absolutely. All right. So, Crystal, girl, what you been up to? Ooh, we'll do yeah. we'll a few <laughs> moments to talk about, you know, just to kind of catch up a little bit um, with us. And so we'll share a little bit. Um, before we hop into the mental health moment. So, girl, what's been going on? Uh, I feel like everything has been going on. Everything under the sun, right? Mm -hmm. um, oh, six months is a very long time. I should have had a, a calendar to be like, okay, July, this happened. <laughs> August, this happened. Um, but I can kind of sort of do it. Um I had like an emotional roller coaster ride. 
ever since our last podcast uh, airing. Mm -hmm. So right after we aired in June, um, I can't remember if it was June or July, but I ended up getting COVID, um, which was very mild. Uh, I spiked fever like maybe two days, had symptoms for like three or four days, um, stayed locked up in my room, of course. Uh, <laughs> spraying things down the whole fun COVID thing, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but got better, got back on the bicycle, started driving again. And yes, then yes. I think I don't remember what I did in June, but I do know August we took a trip out of the country. <laughs> yes, we did, and it was fun. We had a blast, it was a girls' trip. It was nice. Yes. So that was my first time being out of the country. I think that was your second? Second. Mm -hmm. Second time? Yeah. So I got kind of um emotional kind of a little bit when we land because I felt like that was a milestone. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I did. Maybe because I was so tired. <laughs> I think we were all just like, okay, let's figure out where we are, where we get our bags, how to get to the hotel or the resort, you know. <laughs> but yes. I did. I, I got very emotional um, when we landed, and I was like, oh, I did a thing. So we did it. We had a good time. It was very relaxing and fun uh -huh. at the same time. Um, so I can't wait to our next girl trip. Yes, many more to go, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Right. So we, so we didn't share where we went. We went to Pensacana. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the home of the Mama Joanna. Is that how you yeah. pronounce it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's the drink. Um, and that's the drink that they have there. Um in Putacana and it was it was really nice it's a alcoholic beverage but it's, it doesn't really it's like a homemade wine I think right, like right. Wine. it was so smooth like yeah. it almost tastes like fruit punch a little bit <laughs> mm -hmm. but my favorite was the that coffee was it, oh yes was it coconut coffee no no, it was coffee with ginger. Yeah, ginger. Oh. And I don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I could drink that all day. All day. And I, I was thinking it was going to be spicy because I always think ginger and spice. Mm -hmm. But it was, we needed nothing. We needed no creamer. We needed no sugar. It was like straight. That was the best. Yes. And the mangoes. Yes. If I could have mm -hmm. smuggled some mangoes back over here, <laughs> I would have put some in my little backpack. <laughs> yes, ma'am. No, that that was good. I think all in all, like the whole experience was good. Like um, we were able to do like horseback riding and then mm -hmm. we also, um, you party know, did boat. a trail. Huh? Say what? The party boat. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now that was a time. That was but, a experience. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, so and that was with some like some 
I don't even know how you would describe it. Like it was fun, but then getting the process of getting to the boat um, was crazy. Um, so listen, we had to get on a little boat to get on the party boat. And the little boat yes. <laughs> was going to have us in the ocean. <laughs> yes, like it literally looked like it was going to sink. But we, we took our like, chances. Uh-uh, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> I know. But yeah, so we took our chances. We prayed. And then, mm -hmm. you know, we I'm happy that we got to do it. We had a good time. <laughs> And what else yeah. did we do? We experienced the the cocoa and the, the cocoa farm, yeah, yeah, and the okay. the the coffee beans. Mm -hmm. All of that was pretty much on the same farm. Mm -hmm. uh, the the doom boogies. <laughs> yes. So how did fun. I think back? I think that's because all the dirt. I think yes. that's why my my hair was like my head was itching because I think I was just dirty. In my head. Yep. <laughs> and I yep. couldn't get clean. <laughs> yeah. But so, no, and, and yep, that was fun. And, and then the resort I was, was perfect. Yeah. I love the resort. It was nice. Yep. So clean. we, yeah, we stayed at what? Breath, breathless? Breathless resort. Yep. So um, that was pretty nice as well. So yeah, we did. We had a really good time um, on the girls' trip. Um, yeah. And it was much needed. Um, we got to relax. We got to, I I feel that, you know, it was a bonding experience. You it know, was. we all got to experience something new. And I feel like, you know, just kind of as a friendship circle, mm -hmm. you know, I think that was something that just kind of brought us together. A, a yeah. Bit. Yeah. I, I really think it was, you know, how sometimes when you go on trips and it's like a, this person, you know, it's just not always equal. Everything, <laughs> but I felt like this trip was very equal. Everybody was on the same page. We knew, mm -hmm. like, you going to the bathroom, buddy system. <laughs> yes, girl. Okay, we going here too. We all going together. <laughs> right. Um. So it it was really. I can't honestly say it was the first trip that I didn't. I was stressing because I was going to another country, uh -huh. but I wasn't stressing of the planning and the going and the getting things done. It right. was very mellow. And we had a great travel agent. And I want to give a shout out okay. to Kendra. Kendra mm -hmm. in, I think she's in Chicago. I can't remember what city, but she's not here. She's in another city, um, but she stayed up the entire time we were flying, going mm -hmm. in. Yeah. Checking on this to make sure everything was going as clean. So shout out to Kendra. We'll be calling you again. <laughs> yes. She put an amazing trip together. So she definitely. Did. She did. So that pretty much wind down to my um very uh eventful life uh after we got back um it was probably maybe like a month later um i had a lot of people asking you know people how people ask you how you doing how you doing you have conversation mm -hmm. and i just kept saying you know i'm beginning i feel my age like ooh. so i mm -hmm. i don't think it was age thing and then all of a sudden, I started getting 
this weird feeling and things started happening to my body. And I'm like, okay. So I went and talked to my hematologist and I was like, something isn't right. Something just, I know my body. I've been living with my body for all my life. Something isn't right. So we, she scheduled appointments. So I feel like everybody in Georgia, (laughs) (laughs) Um, just to see what was going on. My levels, my blood work was off. Um, well, it couldn't, it wasn't a pinpoint thing what was going on, mm-hmm. but I had this real severe pain in my back mm-hmm. and in my lower back on the right side. It was really unbearable when it struck me and it would go away and it would have like nothing ever happened. Then it'll come back, worse pain, like in tears. Um, and then it'll go away. So I dealt with that for two weeks, two weeks straight. I went to, oh my God, I had so many ultrasounds. I had so much blood work done. Everything looked good on paper except for my blood work. Some of my levels was just out of weight. So I was still trying to figure out what's going on. So one night I went, I was getting ready for bed. It was on a Friday night getting ready for bed, lay down, getting ready to go to bed. And that particular day, which is weird, I had no pain all day. And I was telling my mom, I was like, you think I was on a pain crisis for two weeks? Maybe that's the old age thing. That's what happened to sickle cell patients. I don't know. So lay down, getting ready for bed, go to sleep. Boom. Pain comes back. But it was a subtle pain. I could feel it creeping, but what made me get up was I felt and heard this little rattling sound, and I was like, okay, something's not right, and so we got up, went to the closest ER, and I explained to the doctor there, me and my hematologist had been trying to figure out what's going on, this is how I feel, and so he was like, well, I'm going to just do a CT of your lungs and your heart to see if I can find anything and we'll go from there. So needless to say, I had to wait like 40 something minutes because we all know how ERs work. You get the test and you still got to wait. And then there's other cases that may be a little bit more important than you are. So, but I was patiently waiting because I'm like, he's going to come in and tell me nothing's wrong, blah, blah, blah. Discharge me, go home. And then I'll be back at square one. But no. So he came back in the room and he asked me a couple of questions. And both of the the answers was no. And they were no because I had my diagnosis equaled up to no real or common uh, symptoms for what was going on. So he then tells me and my mom that I had several blood clots in both lungs. And as you can imagine, as I tell people my ugly crying, I had an ugly crying. Like, my life at that given moment flashed before my eyes. I went through some things in life, but that was the first time my entire life flashed before my eyes. And everything just kind of slowed down at that moment and 
I was like, okay. And so he was like, why are you crying? And I was like, uh, I'm scared. Uh, you just told me that I had not one, not two, but several. And so immediately they started the heparin drip. Um, Cause mine, so your D-dimer level is the level on your blood work that tells a doctor if you have an active blood clot. So the normal level, I think is from like maybe zero to 200. I don't know what's the lower number, but the highest number is 200. So if it goes past 200, then you have an active thickening of your blood or active clot going on somewhere. My D-dimer at that time was up to a 1400. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. So that hospital did all they could do. So they transferred me from that hospital to um, actually the hospital I work at, um, at AU. And I went from that ER straight to the ICU. Um, first time, 37 years old, first time ever going to the ICU. So that was pretty scary in itself. Um I never had that many doctors, nurses. Once I got there, it was like, I feel like 20, 15, 20 people swarming around me like bees, um, doing echoes and making sure, like I was getting blood levels checked like every hour and, you know, on this heart machine because they thought that um, my heart uh, had gotten enlarged because what happened was the story that they told me that they think what happened of course, the blood clots formed in my legs. They went up and it tried to live in my back. And what caused the pain was it was infarction, which basically the blood clot exploded and made other little blood clots and then traveled up to my heart or through my heart and settled in my lungs. So with my heart working overtime, they thought that my heart was enlarged. But thank God it was not. So um, I stayed in ICU for a little over 24 hours. Then I went to the floor and I stayed in there maybe like a day or so, like probably like a day and a half. And then, um, of course, they sent me home with all the equipment. I was like, I should have stayed at home. <laughs> I mean, I just should have stayed in the hospital. I had like uh, I had the oxygen thing, the blood pressure. And it's so cool because whenever I checked everything at home, it went straight to the hospital. So I was connected, I guess, like Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, whatever, to the hospital. So I, um, of course, stayed home from work for probably like three weeks and all, I think. Um, and then as things got better, I kind of eased back into work. But um, I can't honestly say out of all the things that has ever happened in my life, that was the most scariest moment of my life. Because we all know that blood clots is a, it's a silent killer. And that's what they call it, it's a silent, especially in your lungs. Mm -hmm. um, and so I end up um, finding out that I had two in my right lung, one in my left, and one 
like behind my knee, my left knee. So I did go home with one in my knee, mm-hmm. um, behind my knee. Uh, so I am currently on blood thinners, um, which is the medicine that keeps the blood clots away and also um, prevent other ones from happening. Mm-hmm. And then um, they were hoping to take me off, but um, like six months after I started, but come to find out, uh, I tested positive. I don't know if I told you that. I tested positive for factor five. Yes, you okay. did tell me that. Yeah. So that's another genetic disorder uh, that um, makes your blood clot. So I will be on blood thinners basically for the rest of my life. Um, but I, I feel better. I feel that's better. Um, but other than that, <laughs> that's all kind of happened with me. And I did have a, a few other things that happened that was like mind blowing. But since this is going to air before <laughs> I can tell the news, <laughs> we won't say. We'll save that for later. But I have some real low moments, and I call them moments because I I try not to live in my my bad moments because it's it's just a phase. It's going to blow over. Um, But like I say, I I literally, I sat in that news for like two days straight so I could process it. And then um, once I went to the floor and... My mom came home. I was able to sit in the hospital room to just process it. And I'm still processing it. Um, and it's, it's going to be my new journey. So, yeah. So that's pretty much what happened with Crystal in the last six months. <laughs> and I can definitely say, like, I mean, we... I can say that you really handled that moment, you know, just really gracefully. Like you really, you know, you took in the information. What I saw from you is that, you know, you had a level of calm that, you know, I don't, I have, I don't, I don't know if I would have been able to, you know, you know, be that calm. Um, but you took that information in, you know, you know, what you heard from your doctors and everything like that. And I'll say too, like, it's like, okay, this is what it is. And let me do what I can to, you know, tackle this new journey. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, of course, it's definitely a blessing that, you know, you listen to your body. I think I keep telling you that, like, yeah, you have to listen to your body. And I'm so happy that you were able to do that because, you know, it could have been a lot more serious, um, you know, outcome. So happy that you listen to your body. And I mean, I, you, you've always been that way. You've always been a person, you know, every time it's like, oh, my head is hurting. I, you know, or you know, right. something is off. Like you've always, you know, been that person that'll be like, okay, well, I need to go get this checked out. And you don't mm-hmm. just kind of sit in it and, and just let, you know, let it be. Right, um, right. So, yeah. I can honestly say, um, I think the older I get, the more 
as you said, gracefully. Mm -hmm. I get uh, calmer um, because there's no need to rah rah, <laughs> and because so like I've never been pregnant, right? But I heard <laughs> mm -hmm. when you're going into labor, labor you need to have you need to learn how to breathe. Yeah, because if you don't, it's gonna cause more stress. That's the same way with pain. If you're mm -hmm. crying and just out of control, it makes the pain worse than it really is. I mean, you may be in a lot of pain, but sometimes breathing and I I, I think it's a form of meditation. So mm -hmm. I feel like if you can tap into learning how to breathe while mm -hmm. you're in pain or going through a stressful moment or whatever, I think you can process it better than falling out on the floor. Yeah, and I, I totally add, agree. Yeah, and to add on top of me being who I am is my circle. You guys have no idea how much comfort being by my bedside made me realize like okay girl you gotta push through like you know it's okay you're going through it but my mom my brother my niece sister-in-law you um Tugi, my two aunts um at that moment y'all were the only ones that knew what was going on and for a while um i i didn't tell anyone because i am the type where if my circle know, that's it. We got to push through this together. And I am beyond grateful. Beyond grateful. So thank you. Thank everybody. <laughs> if y'all listen. <laughs> Girl, you know we got your back. <laughs> and I appreciate it beyond understanding. We got your back, girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that's that's the world of Crystal. All but right. I'm, back, I'm back and better than ever. Yes, ma'am. That's right. Yes. So I I mean, I, I don't I have not had a lot happening. Um mm -hmm. the girls' trip was definitely a highlight uh, for me in our time away. Um, but a lot of it uh for me has been just like just trying to focus on myself and focus on you know, I guess what's next for me. Um, so I've just really been in this, um, I guess, transition period of my life. And I think you, we've had lots of conversations where I'm like, okay, I just kind of feel, I don't know what I'm doing. I just kind of feel like a feather in the wind at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just been a lot of like, um, just inner work, and focusing on, you know, what makes me feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of like thinking through like what makes me feel happy okay. um, and just kind of finding my lane, you know, and, and you know, the things that I want to do. Um, so I guess that's where I've been at. Just a lot of inner work, just a lot of processing um, and just trying to, you know, figure out 
what my next steps are. Um, so in that, um, you know, of course, you know, I talk about the mental health moment. And of course, you guys know that um, I'm a therapist. I've shared that clinical social worker, therapist, I'm a licensed therapist. Um, and so um, I've just kind of been exploring, you know, I know that my passion is mental health. That's something that, you know, I um, am passionate about, um, but I also felt like, okay, you know, what can I do with this? Um, and just kind of finding my, like I said, finding my lane. And so I really feel like what I really want to do is just kind of reach people on a larger scale um, and just spread the word of, word about mental health, uh, providing education, um, and, you know, just motivating people to like be all about their mental health, wellness. And like, I always like to say, like living your best life, like being the best version of you that you can be. Um, so that also led me to also thinking, uh, think about like some of the things that I feel that, um, that kind of holds me back. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like, and what I've been able to discover is that I have, a lot of fears about like, what if I make the wrong decision? Um, you know, what if I don't execute my plan the way that, you know, I tend for it to come off? What if I fail? Um, and so I was able to identify that I just kind of go through these cycles where, you know, I will think about something that I would want to do or kind of create a plan. And then that fear will come in um, and I get really fearful. And then there will be these series of like negative thoughts, like that's silly, you know, that's not a good idea or whatever the case may be. <laughs> but it's usually negative thoughts that kind of tear that down. And then I end up not doing the thing that I really wanted to do or just, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I get to the point where I start to feel pretty much down, sad. Um, I'd even say there's a little bit of feeling of depressed as well in those moments. Um, so I was able to identify that. Um, and I think the biggest factor for me um, was to kind of get out of that cycle um, was to do things to, of course, take care of my mental health, um, but also do things that, you know, challenge me. Mm. So a lot of what I've been doing is just kind of going against um, that fear and that those negative thoughts. Um, and I kind of turned like those feelings of fear into a positive thing. Right. So if I'm feeling fearful about it, maybe that means that I'm on the right track. You know, maybe that means that, you know, this is something, you know, there could be something beautiful or good that comes, you know, out of that. Um, so that's what I've been working on. Lots of, you know, self-care, positive affirmations and a lot of not, you know, holding in um a lot of not holding in um, my thoughts and feelings. Um, so I feel like I've been a lot more vocal about how I'm feeling um, and, you know, just letting people know, 
um, what I'm going through, or the people in my circle, you know, what I'm going through, how I'm feeling, um, and, you know, just maybe getting some advice um, in that. Um, so a part of me challenging myself and following through what I say that I'm going to do um, has been, um, I just created um, a business uh, called Mind Your Mental, um, which is all about, again, it's going to be an umbrella of things, um, but the main thing will be um, kind of starting a YouTube channel. Uh, where I'll be able to focus on mental health and wellness and just doing exactly what I said I wanted to do, which, you know, reach a broader audience. And so um, my segments there will be kind of like the mental health moment, but a little bit more um, in depth. Um, and so I'm hoping to do that. And so my goal is to, you know, start creating content and putting that out there. Uh, so that'll be something in the near future. And then there are also some other things under my business, um, possibly doing some mental health um, counseling as well. Um, but, you know, those are things to come. And, you know, I'm just still just trying to figure out, you know, what this what this will look like for me. And so although it's scary, um, <laughs> Like I said, I have challenged myself to kind of go against um, those fearful thoughts and, you know, to power through and move forward. So um, that's pretty much what I have been up to. So I'm just hoping to just grow more um, and to just kind of come into, you know, what makes Kathiana, Kathiana and you know, just trying to explore new things and say yes more to new opportunities. So mm, I love it. I love yeah. it. And congratulations. Thank you. Thank for you, man. Out on faith and just going. Because we need the black community needs mind your mental. We mm -hmm. need mm -hmm. like yesterday. Well last year. <laughs> Year before last. <laughs> yeah, well, I am, you know, I'm dedicated to it. And that's something that, you know, I want to do. So we'll we'll see how, what happens and, you know, but yes. this, you know, season, I think for me is about just, I think my word of the year has to be, um, I don't know, maybe it's focused. Okay. Um, just, just you know, just trying to stay grounded and focus on the things that I want to do. And I say focus because sometimes fear, sometimes negative thoughts, sometimes people um, can maybe get in your way. Um, but you have to keep your eye on the prize and stay focused and mm -hmm. keep good people around you who's going to motivate you, um, who's going to hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, help you to push forward. So yes. So I'm glad you said that. Um, last year uh, was my year of focus, mm -hmm. and I had this thing where I have to do it, and I have to do it alone, and mm -hmm. I have to just, just you know, and I'm focusing on whatever it was. I was just focused on it, and mm -hmm. that's why I feel like a lot happened 
for the good last year for me. And because I stayed on that train, like you say, in your mm-hmm. own lane, and I, I stayed on, I stayed focused on. And I have a book I want you to read. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, is it Doing It Scared by Joyce Myers? Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds like a good topic, and it sounds like something that kind of helps you work through. Do It Scared, I think that's the name of it. Okay. Yeah, I have read it yet. (laughs) But being a part of the book club, I kind of know what's in it already. So, yeah. Yeah. Do It Scared. Yes, 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 ma'am. Okay, so you guys, um, so that uh is a bit about what we have been up to so i hope you guys feel uh caught up um with you know what we have been doing but i also hope that you guys feel inspired um by some of the good things that we shared um and then some uh, some of the things that kind of you know slowed us down a little bit but you know we were able to power through and we're better than ever uh for it right right so, um, so yes. Um, so what I'll do is then is kind of start with the mind, I mean, the mental health moment. And so, um, we'll just hop right on into it. And so, like I said before, the mental health moment, uh, will focus on, um, we'll focus on starting over and, um, I want to talk about healthy ways to kind of start over and have a healthy, fresh start. So the first thing that I just want to, the first tip that I have, um, I feel like first and foremost is all about making sure that, you know, you are mentally well and you're physically well. And one of the ways that we can definitely, definitely, definitely do this um is anchored in the big three and if you've listened to previous episodes before you know that i call the big three healthy eating exercise and sleep so that's the basics those are the basics like if we are not feeling good and we're not feeling healthy and we're not feeling well and we're not taking care of ourselves then none of the other stuff can 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 follow um, because we have to be feeling our best selves in order to give the most energy and put the most energy into the things that we want to get started with. Um, so that's number one, the big three, um, eating well, sleeping, getting our sleep. And I know a lot of people like to neglect that, but <laughs> that helps your body to um, rejuvenate, to recharge. Um, it helps your body to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also uh, exercise as well. Um, and then my second tip is to de- develop an attitude of gratitude. And so, you know, I think gratitude for some people kind of gets missed. Like we don't a lot of times we don't tend to think about like the good things that are happening in our lives. We kind of take that for granted um, until something 
um, not so good maybe happens to us. And, you know, we're able to kind of think about it like, whoa, you know, I really had moments where things were going really well. So I just want us to have an attitude of gratitude. Um, and also that is something that not only helps us um, psychologically, but it also helps us um, from a physiological standpoint as well. Um, so just be grateful, um, that's good for your health. You know, and this isn't just me talking about this. This is evidence based. Um, there is research um, in one of the studies that I was able to take a look at was from the University of California. And um, they have uh, they conducted a study on gratitude and they found that this helps to reduce depression. It helps to uh, reduce stress. It lowers your it lowers your blood pressure. Um, and then it also um, slows down some of the effects of aging as well. So practicing gratitude is very important. And if y'all want to be a part of the Forever Young Club, <laughs> then I suggest you start counting your blessings and practicing gratitude. Um, so, you know, try to make that a part of your fresh start. Okay, so number two um, is all about setting goals. Um, and well, let me take that back. Um, so number three um, is exploring what makes you feel fulfilled. Um, and this is something too that I feel is important because a lot of times I think we get caught up in life where we're just kind of, uh, you know, going through the motions. We're not really um, thinking about, you know, what fuels us, what keeps us going. Um, because if we have a routine, if we're, you know, doing what we're doing with our family and taking care of our loved ones, we're going to work, um, we come home, do the things we need to do to take care of home, go to sleep and repeat. Mm -hmm. And that's like what we're doing constantly. And so a lot of times when you kind of have those mundane routines, it's just like over and over again, that's what you're doing. And you're really not think about, thinking about what drives you, what, you know, what your purpose is, you know, what makes you feel fulfilled. Um, so sometimes, you know, if we're able to think about that, uh, what makes us feel fulfilled, that will help give us guidance and it'll fuel our motivation um, to want to keep going um, or focus on whatever, you know, we identify that our passion is or what we identify, you know, um, you know, makes us grounded and focused on um, what we think our purpose might be. Um, and then also, you know, once you're able to you know, identify what makes you feel fulfilled, you know, you are able to have a clear, you're able to have a clear vision of new ideas. And, you know, it just kind of helps you walk in your journey a little bit more smoother. Um, so definitely think about what makes you feel fulfilled. And number four, um, is about setting goals. 
And I think every time, you know, we start the new year, we're always talking about, okay, so what goals are we going to set for ourselves? Like that is the thing to do mm -hmm. um, is to set a goal. But what I will say is that setting goals, again, it just kind of helps you to be laser focused on the things that, you know, you want to do. And a lot of times it just kind of create a strategy for how you will accomplish, you know, what you, what, what you want. Um, so although, you know, people are talking about goals all the time and, you know, sometimes it gets to be a bit redundant, but setting goals can definitely um, be useful and can kind of, and can help you stay on track. So a lot of times we like to start new things in the new year and we like to start um, and have new beginnings. Um, but a lot of times it just stays there. Like, okay, I'm gonna have this fresh start and about two weeks in, you know, you know, we're just kind of like, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing? And so the goal will help us keep that focus and, you know, power through and just keep us motivated uh, throughout the year. So um, I don't know if a lot of y'all have heard of a SMART goal. Um, I mean, if you have been in, you know, productivity meetings at work or trainings and workshops and all that stuff like that, you know, you probably heard of a SMART goal. Um, but I will say that, again, this is something that is research based um, and it's something that has proven to work if you actually, you know, follow it, um, it can definitely help you to achieve your goals. Um, so I'll go through a little bit of it. Um, so S, um, so the acronym is SMART. Um, so S is for specific. Um, so you're just kind of identifying the who, what, when, and where um, of your goal. Um, number or M uh, stands for measured. Um, so this is identifying how much or how frequent um, you will do something within this goal. Um, A is for achievable. Um, so make sure that your goal isn't too grandiose. Um, making sure your goal is achievable. Um, so an example of, of setting a goal that's not achievable is setting a goal to run like, you know, a marathon and the marathon is a week away. That's not very um, realistic. That's not very achievable. Or planning to lose, your goal is to lose like, you know, 20 pounds in two weeks. That's not really achievable and that's not really healthy either. And so one of the reasons why making sure you have an achievable goal is important too, is because once you set a goal that is achievable and you meet that mark, it makes you feel really good and it fuels you to keep going. If you make an unrealistic goal that you are likely not going to achieve, that's, and when you get to that point of thinking, okay, where are my results? You probably, I mean, it's going to make you feel defeated, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of times when we set grandiose goals too, um, it makes it harder for us to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so just make sure that you have realistic, achievable goals. 
R is for relevant. So just making sure um, that your goal is relevant to your overall goal. So an example of that would be if your goal is to manage your health, one goal might be to include something related to eating healthy and exercising, making sure that it's related to the overall goal. And then um, T is for time-based, uh, which is simply identifying a time frame in which you'd like to accomplish your goal. Um, so that's the SMART acronym um, broken down. And so hopefully you're able to create your goals um, based on that acronym and you know see if you're able to have that progress. Um, number five, and this is the last one, is saying yes to new opportunities. And I just spoke about this, and this is one of the ways that I said that I was going to challenge myself. So saying yes to new opportunities, again, you know, it, it sounds easy. And if you're anything like me or what I have experienced, you know, this is something that can be pretty scary. Um, to step outside of your comfort zone and to try something new. But it, it can open the door to so many opportunities. Um, and it also, you know, allows you to challenge yourself. And once you're able to overcome that challenge, you know, it feels good. Um, and it motivates you to keep going. It empowers you. Um, so... Definitely, I would say, you know, try to say yes more. Yes to more opportunities. Yes to things that you probably would normally say no to. Mm. Like, <laughs> i give you an example. Like the girls trip that we went on. <laughs> A lot of times, you know, you know, because I, I get in my head, but a lot of times I, you know, say, oh, you know, you want to go here? No, I don't think I really want to, you know, I don't want to go kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But if you are opening yourself up to new opportunities, and I think that's, that's where I was last year, is that I said I would say yes to more things. And there are some things that I said no to and kind of shied away from. So that's stuff that I'm still working on. Uh, but for the most part, I said, if I'm going to do, if I'm a goal, if someone asked me to like go on a trip and I'm able to do it, I'm going to do it. Right. So the girls trip, I think there's trips in the past where I was like, no, or even like if my husband went on a work trip, like I missed out on trip to France and I missed out on a trip to Istanbul <laughs> and <laughs> because I was like, no, you know. <laughs> And so now it's just like saying yes to to these opportunities. Um, yes to things that I would normally say no to. Um, and, you know, yes to new opportunities to challenge yourself. So, um, so this concludes um, the mental health moment. I really hope that you guys are able to, you know, take something away from this. Um, to, you know, one, help you feel good emotionally um, and physically, um, but also um, helps you to challenge yourself and helps you to grow. Um, so, yeah, that's the that's the mental health moment. That was real good. Real good.
Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> yes, real good. Let me tell you something. If I had a husband <laughs> and his job was sending him the friends, I probably would have been buying a ticket before the company bought his ticket. <laughs> I probably would have landed before he landed. Girl, but it, you know what? And I think that's the thing. Like, I think, and even saying it out loud, it just kind of sounds like you did what? <laughs> but you know, and I think maybe I had some other stuff going on too um, that I wasn't able to go. Um, but apart when you start to tell yourself no in your mind, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well. It makes things that get in the way of saying yes mm. a lot easier to kind of take over that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, well, mm -hmm. I say no in my head. Oh, I can't take off of I can't take off work, or the kids need me more, and you know <laughs> all of this stuff like that. So all of this stuff starts to build up, and it's like, okay, well, it's impossible for me to go. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna do that. Um, and so, you know, but, you know, I think last year, you know, I did a lot more of saying yes. Um, and I hope to do more of that. Absolutely. And you will. You will. And that, I, I don't know why every time you say something, another book pops up in, yeah, and I don't even read that much. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Um, I'm just, I read, I'm part of a book club and they send a book every month. So with my busy life, I cannot read that many books. I don't think I can. I probably could if I tried. But anyway, I'm reading, um, now I'm actually reading this one, A Balance by Pastor Teray. Robert okay. Sarah J. Okay. And that is actually in there about oh. how you basically... You lived out the whole scenario and all of it was fake. It was false. It, mm -hmm. It's not even reality. Mm -hmm. And I know you're talking about a study that um, University of California did about um, the gratitude. Mm -hmm. He kind of put something similar in there about um, the more you do that, like the more you think about bad thoughts and, oh, it ain't going to work out. It it gets you closer to dementia. Mm hmm. I yeah. can totally see that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So it kind of <laughs> like you're giving off certain proteins in your brain mm -hmm. that um get till you start going down the road of dementia. So I'm like, okay, how can I not think bad thoughts no more? Because. <laughs> I cannot be young. And, and when I read it, I was like, I wonder if that's why I'd be like, dang, I forgot about that. Oh, man, Girl. if I don't write it down, I, I ain't going to remember. If I don't put it on my calendar, so I'm like, maybe I was thinking too many bad thoughts in my 20s, mm -hmm. <laughs> early 30s. Nice catching up with me. But needless to say, that's why we here, to get everybody on track. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And to so also keep working on ourselves. Because I <laughs> I say this like, yes, like I like to put this out. You know, mm -hmm. I like to talk about mental health and like, you know, doing all the things that we need to do to, you know, 
get in a point, get in a space where, you know, we're truly standing in our greatness. Mm. Um, but I also feel like this is me taking this journey with you because mm -hmm. I don't all, I don't have it all figured out. Right. But, you know, talking about this and spreading the word and doing the research and mm -hmm. just, you know, understanding myself personally, but then also just perfecting my craft as a professional as well. Yes. I think these are the things that will not only help other people, but will also allow me to grow as yeah. well. It will. Yes, yes. I had this little, um, I used to love to buy the OPI nail polish. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, because even a long time ago, it was too expensive. But it will come in this cute little package and then it will have this little break off card thing that you could put on your dresser. And I kept it on. I probably still have it somewhere. And I kept it on my dresser for the longest. And it said, um, getting ready is half the fun. And I always take that back is the journey. You got to enjoy mm -hmm. the journey. You got to because we always think about getting to the party. Yeah. Who are going to be there? <laughs> you know but we don't think about when I'm taking a shower when I want to figure out what perfume I'm wearing what you know kind of shoes listening to the music picking an eyeshadow like that to me is fun that is the part mm -hmm. so the journey of your life is the party yeah yeah yeah, yeah and I, I don't think people like we always want to rush to the finish line and then you're like, oh, this year already over. Yeah, it's over. Because yeah. what were you living for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. real good. Real good. I feel like this is so juicy. You brought out, like, some very good points. And well, Thank you, ma'am. Yes. And that, of course, brings us to the word of the month. <laughs> I still haven't found my music yet. <laughs> Well, I have chosen your music. So if you listen to, I would say the past few episodes, I have oh. like a little da -da 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 kind of thing. See, and I'm I'm guilty of not even listening to our own podcast. Now I have. I just didn't. We're gonna edit this part out. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna edit this part out. <laughs> yeah. So the last two I didn't listen to, but all the other ones I have, which mm -hmm. I need to go back. So, which gets us to word of the month. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like everything that has been happening in the last, not only six months, but for a long time, uh, what do you call it? Like deja vu? Um, where you've heard something, you've seen something like two or three times, like, did this already happen? I saw that. And you, I can be reading a word and hear it on the phone or hear it on TV. And I'm like, hmm. But it's like so many things have been repeating itself. Mm. And um, I've, I listened to, because I was trying to figure out, like, what is the word of the month going to be? Um we got to make it make sense. And sometimes I struggle with it. And sometimes it's like, oh, here it is. 
but I listened to like some sermons. I read. Um, I did some research, and y'all are actually like really studying <laughs> for the word of the month. <laughs> so uh, uh, this month's word of the month is realignment. Because sometimes you can just get in alignment. Mm-hmm. But since I feel like we're talking to a seasoned age group on this podcast, I'm going to say we're going to realign. We got to realignment some things. Mm-hmm. And of course, I always get my definition. So I have to break it down from what the dictionary says, and then I have to tell you what the Bible says about it. So the dictionary I most of the time use is Oxford Dictionary. Oxford Dictionary says realignment is the action of changing or restoring something to a different or formal position or state. I can get real deep in this. Mm-hmm, girl. <laughs> I can get real deep in this. Um, let me, let me, let me keep going. Then I'm, I'm gonna go off on a tangent because I feel like I'm gonna go off on a tangent. I ain't gonna be able to get back on track. <laughs> but let's see what the Bible says about realignment. I actually found two scriptures that's gonna take me to where I want us to be. So the first one is Psalms 143, 10, which says, teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. So first of all, I'm going to take this one and I'm going to give you the other one. Now I'm going to go off on a tangent. So breaking this down for it to mean a lot of what we've already talked about. You got to teach. So the teacher has to teach so we can learn. Then you are led to, you're led to a thing, but you're also led to be. So that's why I want it to be realigned because sometimes we can get off. We can get off Mm -hmm. our track get in the world, we can start doing things that's not even meaningful to our goals or like the things you mentioned like setting goals and smart goals we can get so far off to it has no meaning Mm -hmm. and then what I was looking at was the level ground, I feel like God wants us to be humble Mm -hmm. level ground does not mean like walking around on earth, I don't think I I feel like it means to be humble and to Mm -hmm. find ourselves in who we really are. And when you find yourself in who you really are, I think you'll be able to understand because y'all know I'm a whole self-care guru. Mm -hmm. And we are sometimes telling people to set goals, but not setting the goals for you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we set goals for other people just to get validation. And uh-huh. I want people to start finding themselves first, like sitting, sitting yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Cause um you got to live with yourself your whole life. Mm-hmm. 
your entire life and for you not to love yourself, I don't think anything else will fall in place. So how can you love others or accept other people's love when you don't fully love yourself? Absolutely. So I feel like that's the ground that when you strip everything down, mm-hmm. that's the only way you can learn. When the teacher is teaching, you're going to say the Bible and God, when the teacher is teaching, you can learn and therefore mm-hmm. I can be and, and he's going to lead me to level ground where I can that's that's a, a vertical thing. Mm-hmm. You and God. Yeah. And I just want to say a little something too. like also, I think a part of that, too, is I think, you know, um, just kind of I think you were talking about like on level ground. I think you said it's just kind of humbling yourself. It's also kind of surrendering some of that control, too, um, because a lot of times we feel like, okay, we can you know, you know, control a situation or we feel like, okay, well, I'm just going to take control. Right. right? But, you know, you have to surrender yourself to Mm -hmm. God and, you know, allow him to guide you and lead you um, in this journey um, called life, you know? Um, And if you aren't surrendering yourself to him, Mm -hmm. Oh, he'll he'll make sure you do it. <laughs> Absolutely. In your no. face. Yep. So yeah. I I hear that. Yeah, yeah. and it, it says teach me to do your will. Yep. Not my neighbor's will. Not mm-hmm. my own will. Yours does not mean you, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it means God's <laughs> will. Yes. Yes. For you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me to live the ground. So I just mm-hmm. feel like that's all self-care under God's will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And remember, it takes time. This isn't something when you just flip on the light. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to make sense and it's all going to flow together. It, it's going to take time. It's going to, like I say, you have to process things. It mm-hmm. doesn't just... Oh, here it is. Mm. We mm-hmm. wish we had an easy button that easy. Mm. But my second verse was uh, Romans 12, 2, which is actually one of my um, scriptures for the year. Because uh, this year word for me, my, my personal um, word of the year is innovation and transformation. And so this goes along with my word of the year, uh, Romans 12 and 2. Do not be confirmed to this world, but transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So I feel like you can't be, it goes, it kind of ties into me with Psalms 143 and 10. You can't be of the world and be led by God. Mm-hmm. 
you gotta separate yourself. And like I was saying earlier, do it alone. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to go on your journey alone. Yeah. I didn't get your goal and you didn't get my goal, or I didn't get your um like God didn't give me what you were supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, what I was supposed to be doing. And that's what separates us. Mm-hmm. Like we can live together mm-hmm. in life, but we can't be of the world and expect to get that discernment from God. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once you separate yourself from whatever the distractions are, and then you can fully love yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that just ties in hand to hand. You can understand yourself, you can love yourself. And I think when we do talk about self-love, I think a lot of people convert back to self-care. It's two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, self-care can just be, I'm saying no today. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say no today. But self-love is, I'm saying no today because I have to focus on me mm-hmm. and take a nap. That's, I think that's what that self-love and self-care differ from each other. And it's like the Bible is, to me, self-love is it, balanced. And if we read, like, I think in Mark 1, Jesus went into solitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, let me go up here by myself <laughs> and do what I need to do by myself. You have to do things by yourself in solitude to um, understand who you are fully. And once you understand who you are fully, you will understand what goals you need to set. How can mm-hmm. you uh, develop a attitude of gratitude? Mm-hmm. Um, how you can... Look, let me tell you, ever since I've gotten diagnosed with the new um, genetical thing, when you mention those big three, I know that I have to eat different, exercise different, and sleep different. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't, my whole everything is going to be knocked off. Like I have okay. to, and I have to do it the way I have to do it. Like I can't mm-hmm. go and get a personal trainer that everybody else gets because they're going to be doing too much for me. Mm-hmm. I got to get my sleep. And I don't know. I just feel like sit in yourself and that will help you realign back to where you need to be because people say new year, new me. Mm -hmm. A new year happens in one second. (laughs) (laughs) One second can determine a new year. Mm -hmm. But that's not the same thing with our life. And, you know, I just want this year, I think my mission is for um, people to um, just heal. And it's steps. It's steps we have to take. Um, I feel like we all kind of got pushed back into the world. Like nothing ever happened. And I want us to, that's why I want us to realign. Like we were living, 
but we need to figure out what is this new normal? What is this new? And I think it's still a process because even though it's what three years now, yeah, it's still a process. Mm-hmm. It's still something that we have to deal with mentally, physically, spiritually. And I just want people to take time to just sit in, sit in yourself, figure out yourself, know what you, what you like, what you dislike. Like I always be uh, telling this story when I go places with self-care um, and self-love, you know, you, you probably been doing something for the last 10 years that you don't even like. Mm-hmm. And you you're you've done it to please other people. Mm-hmm. Like my happiness and my joy is like that's it for me. Mm-hmm. Like I have I went through a lot of stuff like breakups and you know just going through life. Just like mm-hmm. how did I get why was I there? But mm-hmm. now that I'm here, let me continue to heal. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want people to realign, which is, you know, realignment, the action. You have to take the action of change and restoring. Mm-hmm. You are who you are, but let's love it wholly and restore that something that's in you. Um, to make a difference, to put you back on your path and your track and mm-hmm. be great. Cause that's the only way you can be great. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's do what we need to do to stand in our greatness. Yes. Because, you know, we, I mean, we, we, we have to, we have to heal. We have to, you know, learn ourselves Mm -hmm. and I always feel like the journey of learning yourself is a forever journey because we're forever changing we're forever evolving and so like you know the you know me you knew a year ago two years ago will be totally different from the me you know now and you know so we're ever changing and evolving um and I think you know just embracing that um but also you know like you said not being of the world not being not doing things to please other people but allow God to be in your life and lead you and guide you and yes I feel like every decision you make you know you know ask for you know his his leadership ask for you know all the things that you need for him ask for his guidance right that's what I was looking for asking for his guidance um and that the things that you are doing is you know of his will what he sees that you should be doing exactly and i'm telling you it can get very solitude can get very lonely but separation sometimes is what you need yeah it cuts out the noise it does it does um and I, and I just, I, I wish um, in the Black community, 
like going to a therapist was normal. We're getting there, but it's like, ooh, it's a slow train. Yeah. Midnight train to Georgia is real slow. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if midnight train was slow or not. But (laughs) (laughs) um, let me tell you, I go to my therapist every two weeks. Mm -hmm. That is my Mm self-care. Doing the work that's my self-love. Mm-hmm. Because it would be pointless for me to just go to therapy and just pay money <laughs> to sit on her couch <laughs> and not do the work. The work mm-hmm. will be the self-love. And mm-hmm. I just want us to normalize healing and being the best you you can be. Because if you can't be I was thinking about, I was thinking about writing this book a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't going to give away the title because I might use it. I might still write the book. But a part of it was going to be everybody have multiple hats. Mm-hmm. Mom, sister, uh, daughter, aunt, cousin, you cannot have on all five hats at one time. Mm-hmm. In order for you to be like with me, I'm just going to use I'm a worker and I'm a daughter. I can't be a full-time daughter at work. Mm-hmm. I got to take that hat off, know that I did well, and put my working hat on so mm-hmm. I can really work 100%. When I leave work, I want to take that head off, come home, and be the best daughter I can be to my mom without distractions or whatever I'm doing or whatever person I am for that five, 10 minutes, I want to focus in and be that best person that I can be 100% because I can't eat a whole pie at one time. I got to cut it up. Like I always say, make it make sense. But I want us to heal this year. We're going to heal. We sure are. Yeah. And we're going to be great at doing it. And I want y'all to realign in whatever it is that you are doing and heal with it. Restore your mind. Sit with God. Ask Him. Ask him what you need to do. Because sometimes we be telling him our little wish list. I remember mm-hmm. one particular time I was like, you know what? I'm just going to just stop praying for a minute. And it sounds ugly. That sounds so bad. Ooh, that sounds so bad. I'm just going to stop praying. Just give me what I'm supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me what I'm supposed to have. And believe it or not, things just started happening like the things that happened last year is unexplainable. Mm-hmm. Unexplainable. And I know is nothing but God's name wrote all on it. He he put it in my face like, I did this. When you tell them people about this, you better tell them <laughs> I did it. 
<laughs> you better tell him I did it. He has done some great things. Like I say, I, I tell y'all later. <laughs> yes. But steal the tea later. Yes, yes, it's some good tea. I think it's the hot passion tea. It's my favorite. Some good hot passion tea. All right now. Yes. Yes. So that's it. That's it for me. I feel All like right. it's it. <laughs> All right. Well, we are, this is, I mean, this is the end. I think we have talked about some good stuff. I think, you know, just to recap, you know, we, you know, we're able to get caught up on what has been happening during our sabbatical. Yeah. Um, and then also we talked about some healthy ways to have a fresh new start. Um for the new year or just for any time. Sometimes fresh starts don't even have to be because of the new year. It could just be because you feel like you need a fresh start. And then we also Some of us gonna have a new year tomorrow. It's okay I know, to start right? over tomorrow. <laughs> this week right, we that, part. that part. So and then also we talked about the word of the day, um, which was um realignment. Mm -hmm. And so and I think to take away from that is just to, you know, humble yourself, uh, to heal, to challenge yourself, to change, to grow, to evolve. Mm. Um, and all while you're doing this, you know, being patient and listening to the word of God um, and allowing him to guide you in that journey um, as well. So with that being said, this concludes um, the end of episode one, season five of the Untwined podcast. Um, so, so yeah. Yes. And always follow us on Facebook at Untwined Podcast, one word, and Instagram, Untwined underscore podcast. And you can always inbox us so we get back. We'll talk back. <laughs> yes. And I would also like to include um, Mind Your Mental as well. Um, so I have an Instagram page for Mind Your Mental. And so I will be posting content there and then also be on the lookout for that YouTube channel. And it's Mind Your Mental, M-I-N-E. Y-O-U-R-M-E-N-T-A-L. Um, so you can find that on Instagram. And then also that will be my YouTube channel as well. Um, so content coming soon. Awesome, awesome, awesome. See y'all next All right. month. <laughs> All right, y'all. Be blessed and be well. Take care of yourselves. <laughs>